Okay. I don't know. It's pretty... Dude, when you see Captain Lou Albano and you see his ass on the Super Mario Super Show and you see them for who they are, there's some Brooklyn-ass, like, fucking, like, grimy, guido, fucking, like, working-class, blue-collar motherfuckers, the, Ma the Mario brothers. You see that shit. And then... You never see that in any other Nintendo game. Like, you have to really use your imagination in Mario Brothers. Suddenly, you put this motherfucker in New York. It's New York where, like... Just jumping on cars and, like, flipping people doing off. Yeah, dude, just yeah, yeah. fucking cutting off taxis. I'm like, there we go. Nintendo finally brought the authentic fucking experience back home there is yeah there's an authentic new york experience in that game because everything's fucking under construction it seems like <laughs> like in the actual city so it's pretty fucking accurate yeah. <laughs> well yeah and then yeah there are people that are kind of minding their own business or get in the way of your business kind of creepy yeah mm -hmm. there's a lot going on there's always like some fucking jazz street band like in your face in any other co corner and then like you know there are missing people in New Donk. You've got to, like, there's there's a dark oh, L yeah, underbelly the, to it. That would be, like, a good Mega 64 thing, like, if they did, like, the dark side <laughs> of Mario Odyssey. I think that, I'd, I'd, I'd watch that. be pretty good. I, I don't know, man. I, I thought that when I saw New Donk City, I got, like, my first actual, like, Mario. Because the closest thing that we got to that otherwise in the form of a video game is Hotel Mario. And, like, mm -hmm. that that isn't officially sanctioned. That's a... It's something like that. Well, we don't I mean, talk it is and it, it isn't, but you know, we don't talk about those games. Yeah. yeah, we don't talk about them, so it's kind of a bummer. I don't know. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, I'd have to say though, it is definitely, it's it's on my little backlog bucket list to to tackle Super Mario Odyssey, but. Um, I actually, I haven't even beaten 3D World. I got to the very end, and then I realized I was on a deadline for the review, and I wrote the review. And then that was it. It was done. So it's been really hard to, I don't know, man, um, get excited about Mario again, but Odyssey has been, I just, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed Galaxy more. I kind of, like, I would yeah. lose my shit if there's, like, a Galaxy HD remake or something. That I might double dip for something like that, but I mean, I'm kind of done with Mario. I don't my, know, dude. My favorite games were on the NES. Like, if the new Mario game somehow tackles climate change, I'm in. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I will definitely get like, that. It's like the Sunshine sequel, but it's him just putting out fires in California. <laughs> oh, yeah, pretty much. Dude. Like we're going back. Sorry, to fucking Apo Apo soon. apologies. Yeah, yeah. I know he you're he needs with a, right a, a cheap, cheap water bomber. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Well, no. First, I mean, well, PG and E probably made the stuff for him to use in the game. <laughs> Dude, PG and E would be the Machiavellian, right? Uh, right. That and then the Uber Gavin villain right now. The toughest shine sprite would to be would honestly be a living wage. If Mario can somehow secure a living wage for the city, like there you go, mm -hmm. you got the rest of your work cutting out for you. Um, but get on it, Nintendo. That's what that we've got. A, we're sitting on a gold mine there, Andrew. Yeah. Before we start recording, um, well, I mean we are, but I mean before we keep going, um, I. I need to know about Peppa Pig. I told you. That oh, we let this the go. recap. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Man, okay. 
so so we get to this thing and I'm probably more excited about it at this point than the kids are. Uh, it's my wife and I and our two young girls, five and two. Uh, we get there and like, it, you know, they're all excited, but they don't really know what they're going into. Like we didn't tell them what we were going to do. We just said we we're going to do something tonight. Um, and I blew a hundred dollars in the merch section because <laughs> I wanted to buy a daddy pig shirt really bad. So, <laughs> so I, I have a $30 daddy pig shirt. I bought a $30 mommy pig shirt for my wife and we bought the kids these like neon light spinner fan things with a little Peppa Pig and little George on top. And those were like twenty bucks a piece. Um, that was kind of how the night went. Like we we spent a hundred bucks at the merch table, and then for an hour and a half show, we watched roughly thirty five minutes of it because my kids had to go to the restroom twice. <laughs> so we had to like get up, get to the restroom, uh, you know, try to get back to our seats, and all the while, our kids aren't great about like walking and going places without being held everywhere. Um, so we're trying to hold them and pick them up and it's a disaster. The show itself is kind of cool. Like we were like me and Courtney were like super about it. Like we, <laughs> like we were super pumped. Like when daddy pig showed up, we were like about ready to like start getting into like a crazy, like is daddy screen. pig, like the Steve Urkel of like the Peppa pig outfit. Like, is he the secret star? Actually now Pedro, the pony's probably the Urkel. If I had to really pick one character out of all of the cast. Of that show, but yeah, Pedro the Pony's probably the Urkel, but He's but Daddy da- da- Pig's just my dude. Like I relate to him. Like he he likes to sleep. He's got a big tummy. Like he's he's my dude. He's my spirit animal. I definitely um, love like the five o'clock shadow that like n- doesn't know whether or not it's five o'clock or fucking eight o'clock. It's always like yeah, it's, it's, it's long and short at the yeah, same time. Like, at I the same time, that. it just shows that he's like seen some shit and he's not really all about it today. The the omnipresent shadow. The, all, the always present shadow, yeah. Um, the show itself was kind of weird. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Like, they're like these weird, like, foam puppets, but there's people behind them moving their arms and, like, carting them around. Like, these little, like, those little coasters that they're on. They, like, skate them around the stage. It's, oh. it's kind of wild. Ice. No, 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 no. This isn't on ice. This is just on a stage. <laughs> <laughs> this is just them on a stage. Yeah. It, and then th- those are, like, the little ones, like, the children. Mommy Pig and Daddy Pig are in, like, full-on suits, like, full-on costumes. But the kids are, like, these little, like, puppets that, like, people in black suits are behind moving around. Um, I mean, it was all right. I was kind of freaked out to be in Akron. I don't know if you know much about Akron, Ohio, but uh, LeBron James comes from there. And so the entire city's being, like, revamped and restructured as, like, the home of LeBron James. So they're, like, always under construction trying to fix up the streets and fix up the buildings. But... It's kind of a fucking nightmare, and also they're like they're super into LeBron, even though he doesn't play here anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, did he ditch? He ditched y'all, didn't he? Yeah, he's a Laker now, I think. Yeah, something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't watch sports uh, stuff. It's yeah. kind of like the Sidney Crosby thing up here, eh? Like, exactly. Uh, yeah, because sports. He's from like. <laughs> no, he's Sidney Crosby is from. Well, I think he's like from local places. I think he came out of Dartmouth or something like that. And, he uh he went to the Pittsburgh Penguins. So, I uh the only thing I know uh, a local from around you, and I was super pumped. I sent you a link to it. Was uh my favorite internet cook, uh slash chef Maddie Matson was doing a whole episode about Donaire, and he was talking <laughs> about he was talking about like specific spots in Halifax, and I was like, amazing. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Uh, I've I was, probably I was been there. Like, 
Yeah, like some of the spots, I was like, I wonder if Sarah knows about this spot. But yeah, you mentioned so, King of Donaire. We've got one down the road. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird that you mentioned that about LeBron because it's the exact opposite here where I live. Someone like I someone live... someone showed up and you want them to leave. <laughs> no, because my town is the hometown of Colin Kaepernick, and oh. I live about I live around a bunch of fucking hillbillies. Oh yeah. So oh. let me oh. tell you, like he went from having hot dogs named after him, like from the fucking local hot doggery mm-hmm. to like i don't know like fucking people just suddenly feeling the need to like dispense phlegm like the moment they hear his name like it's like do you have, do you have, do you have people that have specific flags in their yards that say it's heritage not hate holy dude no <laughs> no God. this is what i have and i That's... can't stand it I, dude, if I had a dollar for every fucking Blue Lives flag we've seen so far, I'd probably be getting by just fine. I'd probably be able to afford health insurance. What is like, it? <laughs> the Blue Lives Matter flag. It oh, is, yeah. There's a flag for uh, that now? Yeah, it's that stupid, shitty-ass, like, black oh, and blue yes, one. Yes, yes. We have people with cars that have stickers on those, like, on the back. Those are all over My the place. My favorite, dude. The real love, question, though, is, is there an app for that? Oh, wait. Uh, he said there's a flag for that, but like, I don't know. It's the, the joke. Oh, okay, I, no. You can, you can a, a, a flag, a flag of a flag is a flag. Uh, is there an app for that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Probably. Um, my favorite is when people somehow incorporate the Punisher. Yeah. Into these flags. Oh yeah, and no, I'm, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's I don't know. That doesn't make any sense, really. It's kind of anti-law enforcement. Like that's a that's a what's it called? When, oh, um, it's not vandalism, but it sounds like that. What's that called when you're uh, like fighting Hypocrisy. crime? Well, okay, yeah, no. anti-hero. No, when you fight crime, a vigilante, like Punisher. Right. Punisher's a vigilante. Like that's not. I wouldn't even call him that. But well, I don't, I don't may, know. May, maybe not in the origins, but. I just when you put something together like that, it has like the message of a waterproof towel. Like it looks like it'll like it. I don't know. It anyway. There's um, a movement that made its way up here too, in that sort of strain. But they also use the Punisher logo. I forget what they're called. I mean, Sons it's a cool logo, logo man. It's a dope logo. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna lie. That skull is pretty cool looking, man. Three, the three percenters or something like that. I don't know hey, can we all agree though that at least we're not like at the fucking Bronx right now, where like. Everybody's just trying to like get super hyphy on those goddamn stairs, and I can't stand you. I can't fucking believe you. I don't. Everything about you is such a blue lives park. matter. Is that what <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Please tell me you also. Um, I, wait, I'm waiting for him to come back. Guys, Andrew's left his mic. Hold on. <laughs> he's, he, he's, uh, you've really committed to a bit that doesn't translate well in a podcast. It's just for you um, guys. Uh, full, dis- full, <laughs> disclosure, full disclosure, though, I should probably mention I work in a police department, so I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah, no, that's that's so funny. Um, so so the, the, the views and uh, comments do not reflect my employer. I mean, we've tried very hard to mask the side, like the fact that you're a cop, but like... I'm not. No, no, no. <laughs> don't, don't, don't lump me up into that. No, I am not. <laughs> um, no, I mean, 
I was going to make another bit, but I need to get back to the first one first. Oh, sorry. Okay, um, yeah, I, I, I jumped ahead. All right, continue. No, I, I was going to say, we, we can all agree that at least we're not the Bronx, where we have every fucking Yahoo in a cheap purple suit and, like, some shitty makeup, like, doing the world's cringiest shower dance up and down the stairs just because they saw some goddamn oh. movie. Yeah, I, I've heard people actually live there like, stop fucking doing that. That's a landmark. That's ours. Stop going here and doing yeah, viral dude, it's, videos. It's the, new, it's the new Breaking Bad roof pizza. Like, it is absolutely the new Breaking Bad roof pizza. Fucking, I, I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to be before, like, they're going to have to get the authorities involved. Um, uh, yeah. So Just have to block it off, probably. <laughs> so before we start... Uh, Press Pause Radio episode 122. I got to ask, um, Andrew, do you also have another poster in your room that says Frank Miller fucks? Like, just Not yet, but... I'm sure it, you can find it on Teespring. If anyone wants to... Uh, what, what's, <laughs> what, what, what's Will got going on right now? Does he want to get a commission piece done? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, no. I think he'll draw a line. I don't Maybe, know, yeah. That, that probably compromises his artistic integrity, I'm sure. No, if anything... Um, I kind of want, if we commission anything, I want, and it'll be an exclusive shirt for the store, but I want something that just says Gooigi fucks, but I need to know, like, how, like, how do we, something to that effect to where Nintendo can't come after us, because I think they've already TM'd Gooigi, like, that is already uh, Yeah, thing. it's it's like the, the, the Bowserette, like, I'm sure it's, yeah, they're already gonna, they're gonna comp that already, it's theirs now. <laughs> they already own it. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I I think Bowsette went strong for like a hard, hard fucking Real hard, minute. If you know what I'm and saying. And then, oh, dude. And then, like, mm. I don't know. I I, I figured, saying. I figured it would have um, a stronger presence. You know what? Really had a weird, strong presence, and it's so funny. And I, I promise, this is the last segue before we start the show proper. Um, there are so many fucking bees this Halloween. Your family went as bees. They when did. am I missing? Like, why the sudden bee craze? Because that was, like, the number one couple's costume in California, actually, was beekeeper was and bee. No, Just beekeeper, beekeeper and bee. And That's bee. why I was, I was really, uh, it was weird that you didn't go as a beekeeper. My, my wife made the comment shortly thereafter, seeing that you'd posted that. Um, she said, well, that seems a little inappropriate, because that seems like you're the pimp and we're, like, <laughs> the... I was like, I mean, yeah, I guess I see where you're going with that, but... It would be lighthearted, you know, like yeah, I yeah, I mean, when when you normally see pork products and you see a smiley pig on the front, I mean, we all know deep down that pig ain't like no. stoked, but like he represents an ideal that's bigger than him. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Corporate America sucks. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to like make things weird. No, no, it's not weird at all. Like if I was a beekeeper and like they were the bees, I would probably just say like, you know. Um, I don't know what I would say. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. it, it is a bizarre thing. It I would be like, weird. we made it. I, weird I, I, I would probably just walk around saying, "People, don't make it weird. Don't make it weird." <laughs> Sarah, for the love of God, bring us into the new. Yeah, bring it. Bring us into the show. This is, I made it weird. I'm Proper. So sorry. Uh, welcome to episode one twenty two. We're talking we about stuff. <laughs> I love it. All right. Can he start? Can All he? Right. Start, he needs to do the intro every time. Now that's perfect. Every time. Uh, cue the theme.
I mean, I swear to God, one day we'll get a soundboard. I, you know, I think I can squeeze it in. It's only been 10 years, but like, we'll... I've got a soundboard. I just got to figure out how to implement it. That's all. Yeah, it, I don't know. We got to just get like a, like a keytar or an app, like mm. something. Keytar just fart noises it. and Schwarzenegger sounds. That's all we need. That's, like, that's it. That's all you need. Just the thin line that separates like fucking sh- hard hitting no podcasts and stern shows. Oh fuck. Oh, okay. On the fly so, audio. Here we go. There should so, be no reason why this doesn't work. Hold on. I'm gonna let Sarah get to here. that. In the meantime, oh, this, one uh, this is Georgie Boy's Axe. I did not go see Peppa Pig live, but what I did do is I committed to a Halloween costume that I had a lot of fun doing and I was surprised on how well it came out. And now I am fucking baby-faced again, and I hate it, and I only look a little fatter, and it's weird, and, like, you ever, like, get that paranoid feeling like I do, must be me, where I'm, I just have these Buscemi eyes that are only getting fucking worse and worse, and, like, it just, like, my whole, like, eye orbital area just looks like some weird butthole, but it's exasperated by the fact that, like, now my face kind of looks like a, a butt cheek. So, like, I've just got butt face going on, and it's just the worst. Like, I, I have, like, this fucking, like, this Pepper Ann-ass psychosis nightmare dream, like, that everybody thinks I'd look, like... I mean, I've already kind of gotten, like, the passive-aggressive comments, like, oh, you did? You, you got you got rid of that? And... Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, no it's good. Little... Don't listen to those people. Those people don't know what they're talking about. Um, yeah, yeah, it didn't work. No, this is Toast, and I made chili tonight. That's so good. how did that turn out? Um, I, I I scooped it up in bowls for the week, but I've not had a chance to actually sample it. But I think it's going to turn out okay. Um, I went a little heavy with the Tabasco and the cumin. Uh, just wanted to go say like with those two. Yeah, like your spicy chili or what? Like I mean, a little bit of spice is good. Yeah, like I I've made chili before when Courtney was hardcore on the keto, mm. where I had to make chili without beans, so I had to get really fucking creative about it. Yeah. Um, it turned out okay. Corn. What's that? Okay, sorry, I should emphasize because that doesn't sound well. Uh, use Q-U-O-R-N, corn, which is a plant-based brand that mm. can actually like offer a bean substitute that isn't necessarily beans but is keto-friendly. Oh, nice. Because okay. we use them for like plant-based substitutes, and they're really good. And right now there's this weird – like we have this weird outlet store in town. It's like the store that actively celebrates that it sells everything that's fallen off the truck, uh, like truck of every other more. Like, like, have you ever heard of Dee Dee's discounts? No, I have it's not. like that, but for food. Mm. It's like what um, for food? It's like Dee Dee's discounts, but for food. It's called Pops Outlet, and mm. like everything there is like a couple days before its shelf life or a week after its shelf life at drastically cut prices. Hell. Um. That's not bad if you're going to use it, like, right then and there. Hell yeah. Dude, yeah. And then, see, corn fillets, for example, uh, they're normally, like, five to six bucks a pop anywhere mm-hmm. else. They're a dollar right now over there. So we've been, like, randomly stocking up. And it's weird because we almost want to get, like, I've been kind of playing around with the idea, but I really want to craft, like, a fucking turkey, like, shaped chicken wire setup and just inner wind, like, for all your, these for corn your, for, your Thanksgiving? for our Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, nice, we've all nice. we've had is like these weird fucking roasts, but I'm like, I think we can finally find a way to have turkey proper. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but uh, riddle me this: Can you freeze any of this stuff? Yeah, it's frozen. 
Well, fucking a right then. There you go. Well, Dude, then there's no reason not to buy it. Like I've you been, I don't it, know, what year it, probably. Now that it, everything's a little bit more friendly towards the vegetarian diet, it's gotten worse, and I've definitely put on weight, and it sucks. But like, I don't, I can't tell you how many fucking impossible whoppers I've had. I, <laughs> I don't. I'd like it's disgusting because it's like it does it has the same calorie count. It's like oh yeah. good like what is it? It basically you eat it and you're like why did I even do this? Because I'm not doing this it's, for the animals. It, it's just like normal Burger King. Like you're not changing anything about that process now. <laughs> no. The same thing. No, but like I mean, if it tastes I just lo- like a Whopper, I, I'd be in. Sure, dude, it does. Well, that's why they got. Didn't they get rid of their veggie burger for that exact reason? No, they still have it. Some for some really. Weird I heard they're reason. getting rid of it though. They should it's get rid like of it. It's kind of like why they've disgusting. got the Whopper and also the Big King. It's the same thing. So pretty much, right? Yeah. So and here's the well, thing no, too. So the I king, love the King costs more, but it's smaller. Yeah, it's Burger King's fucking weird, dude. It is weird. Um, mm. Also, it, just to tell everybody at home before they get rid of it, and it was it was hilarious, and like she'd kill me if I told the story, but I don't give a shit. Um, at <laughs> Cold Stone recently, we we went and we got the Boo Batter, uh, which is the black ice cream and the black waffle cone. That shit also turns your poop green uh. because I had to console like my terrified girlfriend who's <laughs> like an ounce of a hypochondriac. It was yeah. um. It was hilarious because for a while I totally forgot that we did go get that yeah. ice cream, and hey I was man, panicked for her. I've I've had I've had my fair share of Viridian encounters in the in the porcelain uh, jungle. <laughs> I, elegant jungle, way of saying it. Yeah, I I mean I was gonna the clinic, the porcelain. I don't know when you say porcelain clinic, that sounds like sinister, um, <laughs> or a ska song. I don't know. Well, okay, porcelain, porcelain clinic. clinic? Or, that would be, clinic that's a good or spaghetti band, nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or spaghetti nightmare. What would you? Okay. What, if you could only go to one, which one would you go to? Oh, porcelain clinic. No, spaghetti nightmare. Are you kidding me? Yeah, dude. It's All like, right. It's, we're gonna... it's like spaghetti warehouse, but fucking scary. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. So it. we're gonna have to throw this. We're gonna have to throw this poll up in the show notes. Um, sure. But yeah, no. So you guys know how much I love pretzels. And, like, I've just been having these pretzel kings, but with these fucking possible operas. It's, like, I get so sick. Like, I'm getting sick now. And, like, I went went from, like, Little Caesars pretzel pizza, which I'm still having, like, weird dreams about that I love, (laughs) to that. And, like, now I just, I don't know. I didn't realize I had such an affinity for fucking pretzels until all these assholes and their their fucking pyramid-ass, like, shit food schemes... Anyway, Sarah, you didn't have a soundboard ready for us, but how are you doing, buddy? I want to talk to you a little bit before we get this going, because I miss you. I am alive, (laughs) I guess. Come on, buddy. That's a good way to I mean, it's good. That's as much as I've got. (laughs) I'll have you know, Sarah, I know we're not supposed to talk about what's in your console, and I've got a lot to talk about, but one other game that's been really reminding me of you that I really want to talk to you about, and I hope you've played a lot of, I've been playing a lot of Samurai Ghost on TurboGrafx-16, and I think that might be one of my new TurboGrafx favorites. Is it? Is this one of those, like, stupid expensive ones that I I should? I think so. Yeah, well, we'll see. I don't know. eBay's here. Yep. It's really good, though. Samurai Ghost. It reminds me of Ernest Evans, only good, um, and that's probably cheaper on PC Engine. Oh, Gen- Gen- Genpei Tomiden. I love how you know the Japanese like game right off the spot. But oh like, yeah, I, these I, these are cheap. 
He's like 40, 50 bucks complete. It's so good. It's really good. Samurai Ghost, but the Turbo Graphics version, if you want that complete, it'll cost you four hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah, that seems stupid to me. So <laughs> I just get the originals. That's fine. Again, it's really good. those are going to be on the PC Engine uh, Mini too. So yeah, which oh, um, nice, nice. It's funny that you um mentioned that too, because there was something I was going to mention real quick that uh I didn't even really. Well, we'll talk about about what's in your console because I think it'll actually be up for pre-order. There's some other video. There's a lot of video game news coming out. So anyway, um, this episode all about news. We have. We haven't recorded since we did, I believe, our uh, just our what's in our console. So in in that short span of time, um, there was the entire uh, Blizzard yep, issue that yep. I, I feel we we gotta we get definitely gotta go ahead and set some chops aside for that. Everything um, imploded. Yeah, it was pretty. I don't know. It was one of those weird like, and it's so funny too because within that same week, like South Park just really hit the fucking nail on the head. Um, and it was a, it was a Simpsons did it fucking moment for me. It was, I don't know, strange. We'll, we'll definitely elaborate that. Um, also we're going to talk about potential Nintendo direct leaks because November is a very busy month. There is a lot going on. We might also talk about, um, some of the death stranding impressions we've seen so far Mm -hmm. because, uh, we are leading into our next episode, which will be the Hideo Kojima special, which, by the time it airs, we will not only go over all of the, the past games, but we Death Stranding should be out, and we'll also have some we'll have something to say about it as we will be playing it. So between that, uh, I believe we'll also round out by kind of just spilling our guts on the whole situation going on with uh, Geo and Kotaku and Deadspin and kind of. I don't know, express, I'm going to personally express where I stand, um, but I figured we all kind of go ahead and kind of spill our guts there as well and just uh, round off the show because otherwise there's, it's been pretty busy. There's been a lot going on game-wise where, like, it October is the new November. And it kind yeah, of people are people are just, like, busy up. playing their games right now. There's not much else for them to really talk about or do because they're all busy playing stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, it... I mean, when we do do what's in your console proper uh, again in the coming episodes, it is, it's going to be, mine's going to be fucking busy because I, I want to, I really want to talk about all of that. But sure. um, this, I believe, takes precedence. So with that being said, man, what a shit show blizzard. And, uh, you know, I I, I was half tempted to buy the BlizzCon, like, digital pass. Um, I I usually do buy that every year. Um, I think I missed out on it last year, which is probably for the best, because they're already coming from last year's BlizzCon, which was an absolute shit show. Uh, That's where they announced Diablo for mobile devices and got absolutely no reaction. 
Like people were just like, yeah, what the fuck? Oh, the the uh, off season or out of season April Fool's Day joke. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and they, yeah, like the joke that wasn't a joke. Um, and people were pissed about that. I think DJ Cali was like the musical act for BlizzCon last year, and that fucking hit like it missed the mark completely. Like that makes no sense. And that came like, around the time too, where like a lot of his uh misogynist traits like mm-hmm. came to air as well I'm like whoa so 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 definitely not a good look for Blizzard already and they really needed to have this BlizzCon this year to be a hit for them and then the Hearthstone Global Championships happened about three weeks ago or they were in the process of, of the championships about three weeks ago and um, in the midst of the Hong Kong protests a Hong Kong player uh, Blitzchung I believe was his name Yes, ha, 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 had won that that particular tournament and used his airtime and his victory speech to state his opinions about the protests in Hong Kong, and that's the thing that fucking galls me too. Mm-hmm. He made pro Hong Kong statements. Not one derogatory thing was said about which there's plenty to say given the like the content involved with the protests. He was just merely voicing solidarity with those protests. Like that's he, he did. I think his specific phrasing was something along the lines of like the the struggle of our century or something along those lines. Like it was, I can't remember the exact phrasing or the thing that he said, but it was kind of not even all that. Like he didn't go on this like tirade. He didn't go on for minutes and minutes. It was like a sixty second thing that he said, if that. Um, and in doing so, Blizzard promptly and quickly suspended him for a year. Stripped him of his winnings for that particular tournament. Also suspended the commentators for a year. Either either suspended them or actually let them go. I can't remember what their official ruling was for the commentators initially, but like they just One like of them ended up leaving though. Well, it, oh yeah. A, 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 well, there's a lot of people that have left like, since then. Like, a, like his, on his own volition. Yes, so. yes. In the aftermath of all this, there's been a lot of people jumping ship, and rightfully so. Um. But yeah, like it was like a scorched earth mentality when it came to their ruling. It was just like done. And in the wake of doing all that, that's when we started to see and hear about, like you said, with solidarity, like people from the community, the gaming community, the esports community, everyone like showing their support at headquarters. Yes. They employees, actual Blizzard employees were there was a specific monument in the center of their campus that had like a like a World of Warcraft specific character, like a big statue, and it has like this like ring around it with core values of Blizzard, and they specifically blocked out two of the values, which were like, you global. know, glo- global like integrity or something like that, or like you know, you like you know, unity and stuff like that, and blocked those off. And there was uh, employees that would be in the main campus like yard area, like outside with umbrellas, which umbrellas are kind of an unofficial symbol of the protest in Hong Kong. Um, yeah, like, no one at Blizzard was really happy about it. Obviously, esports fans, like, no one was happy about their decision. And, and, and how promptly the damage they decided. control, too. Yeah. So, this happened, well, let's mark the timeline, because this happened earlier in the week. I mean, widespread criticism. This was, like, three weeks ago when this initially right. happened. Yeah. I mean, right, we are late, because, again, we unfortunately didn't get to sit down and tackle this until at this point, but... And then that going back in time and really kind of diving into that, this ha- that happened earlier in the week. Blizzard then sends a fucking statement out, not until the very end of the week, 
on a Friday night mm-hmm. where like news no. goes to fucking die. Like yeah. no one. Yeah, everyone's gone for the weekend. Yeah, no one's gonna be covering that, or so they thought. <laughs> and the big thing that they really wanted to pontificate upon, like just basically standing their ground, like digging their fucking heels in the dirt. Mm-hmm is that the specific views expressed by Blitzchung were not a factor in the decision that we made and that we want to be clear our relationships in China had no influence in our decision. And yet, if you go to their international Twitter where they are speaking directly to their Chinese audience, complete fucking different tone. Sure. I, I, I need to find that tweet. Oh, um, I'm, actually- I'm sure it doesn't exist anymore. I'm sure it's gone now. Oh, but I mean, there's no such thing as a deleted tweet. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, there. I don't know. Like, global politics aside, I mean, (sighs) Blizzard here, in in regard to wanting to make sure. I mean, this really kind of goes into the dead spin thing and and everything else. At at this moment, there are a lot of bigger, larger-than-life views that, that put at stake, like, the very, like, fabric of of governing bodies and, and how nations enforce those governing bodies and uh, essentially weave that in with their culture. And unfortunately, with all those clashes that are happening on a global scale, especially with fucking things is vitriolic is like the current climate of United States government like at odds especially with everything from like the impeachment inquiry going on at this moment to like Jesus Christ I mean I I don't want to dive too much in sidebar too much off topic but it's insane to me that these fucking brands uh, these publishers want to make sure that they stick to basics when they have the luxury to kind of sit outside of the equation where they don't feel the uh, effects and the the very real-life circumstances that these outside, like, subjects have on their players, their competitors, their consumers. And... When we know that there's a back to be scratched and that you're trying to sell that there's no ulterior motives behind like your your fucking your deafening silence on the issue and your actions which speak even louder in terms of this so-called integrity that you want to lead responsibly with on the global market, fuck you. Not only did they dig and this is just now zooming back to the present, they not only dug their heels in any further and then, like, stood by their stance, they pushed up the fucking schedule to announce Diablo 4. It's not even being announced out of a good place anymore. I absolutely don't think that that announcement came from a good place. That, there's more damage control going on. And I can guarantee you that can be correlated to the, the fucking, the status of their stocks and the like, very unstable nature of their value, especially within the last month. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, yeah, I, I don't... Yeah, behind that, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna do whatever they can to get people and their stocks to be, like, on an uprise. You know, like, they want to make sure that they announce stuff like Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4, because that way then fans will, like, slowly forget about the 
uh, nightmare of the, you know, everything that happened thus far. And now they're like, oh, Diablo 4, Overwatch 2, exciting, exciting. WoW expansion, hooray. And, you know, and, and also, ago, like, and stockholders would be like, oh, cool, n- new stuff's being announced because you guys haven't had a new game come out in forever. Two weeks ago, like, in the in the heat of this entire fucking situation, Blizzard fucking stip-locked its profile system to prevent users from deleting their fucking profiles. Yeah. Like, how do you not... Like, where's the integrity here that they yeah. keep... So, I guess playing devil's advocate, like... I don't think they were really that great of a company prior to all this happening with uh No. No. But after this happened, after the the you know, the Blitzchung makes his statements on a live stream of a Hearthstone tournament, what what could Blizzard had done to avoid all this? Is it, is there any way to avoid it? Like do they just not do anything and that's the only way to avoid it? Because they're saying they're they're saying that it's a violation of their um the tournament rules and the things like that that the people have signed up for and they've signed off on. That's a violation of the tournament rules that you make public statements at a tournament. I think you fee at the very most. You like if you're gonna like. Granted, I understand the need for a penalty. This wasn't a penalty though. This was like this was a point that was being made. Yeah. This was a fucking like a punctuation, mm-hmm. a message. Like, I mean, if the right thing to do while you have to remain Switzerland in regard to the fact, I understand the need. It's just the fucking cowardly callous nature that they went about doing it. Yeah. Especially like, all right, dude, 20 years ago, especially given the demographics, our demographics and the demographics younger, given especially the medium that we're in, I understand that like most corporations wouldn't consider the overall like the the just a standard run of the mill like mainstream user base the demographic to be all that wise to again the current political or social or economical climate and it's very easy to kind of just placate and give them what they want and feed that and kind of keep things easy into basics but you can't do that anymore and where it's already led to our detriment that that's been like it's that sort of like fucking devil may care attitude is what's kind of led to this giant divide right now in different demographics and age groups and generations that's why there's fucking boomers and millennials and the animosity between everything and how there's such a widening gap like i can go on and a lot of that has to do with the effects that the previous generation and that mentality has had as far as, like, corporatizing and and just fucking blanket share, all, almost, like, indoctrination through mock- marketing and, and the internet. You can't do that. You're like, your average consumer is savvy now. And not only savvy, but most of them, like, goddamn, they have, they, they have integrity. They have pride. They have... I like genuine humanity. They have compa- like say what you will. And it's difficult given again, like how there are people that are on the other side of the fence. And it's really hard to argue something like that 
whenever it's at the basis of human rights. Like, there's there's an agree to disagree, and then there's, like, you're a fucking piece of shit if you really want to stand by that. So it's difficult to draw your line in the sand when you have a public image and a business to uphold. But at the very least, when you want to send your message that loud and clear and kind of, like, and you have no... Where, where 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 what does Blizzard have to gain yeah. by like like, like make it a worthwhile money. message you know like li- like literally Wizards of the Coast um they had a Magic the Gathering tournament where a player did the exact same thing and they did nothing they did nothing they just went on with their day they went on with their tournament like okay like there was no comment on it there was no repercussions there was nothing they just it was like he got to say what he had to say after he won and they moved on. And that's probably the best way to handle it. I think like if he's, if he's got the freedom to say what he wants to say, let him and move on. There shouldn't be this, like you said, this whole like big to do about the repercussions and like making a public statement about it. Like they didn't do. And and honestly, wizards of the coast by doing nothing were heroes because they just let the guy say what he's going to say. And they moved on. That's all they had to do. They didn't have to do anything. They didn't have to, you know, be pro or con because that's not their place. That's not the 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 that's not the place to do that. That's not the place to like make that statement. They just let him say what he wants to say, and they stopped. And they they just they. And kept on Blizzard going. would argue that exact same logic. But the thing that like puts Blizzard in hot water and makes them look like the fucking like the bad guys that they are yeah. is that while they could have fired a warning shot, or at the very least, like you know kind of send a message but not such of a message they didn't send a message they sent a hit squad but why why even why why they have to do anything because of the because, money yeah, the chinese market is is burgeoning like it's it's kind of been bubbling for uh for about a decade now mm-hmm. but now that like the home consoles are able to be sold there and oh. there are more, that and more like, video that, game studios that's like a, is that like, like a recent development in china Yes, yes, it's, oh. it's within the last five gigantic. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. like, like if the video game market in North America was billions, like think of that tenfold for China because wow. their population is just so. And they're just, and they're just now right? getting it too. Basically, like exactly. it's a new thing for them. Yeah, wow. And I mean, it plays more. Uh, like even the mobile market is sure. is just gigantic over there. So if Blizzard can get in good with, they just need ten percent of that market. China, exactly. Uh-huh. And that's all they need. And what this does, this it's highly political, obviously. Mm-hmm. But imagine a government yeah. that controls all of your actions, and if you can or cannot have business filters. there, yeah, precisely. That is basically what it is. And yeah, like I don't know what kind of laws they have in Hong Kong uh, in terms of freedom of speech, uh, but I mean we take that for granted here in North America, obviously, mm-hmm. and many parts of Europe. But in China, it's a very different story, and I'm wondering how that applies to Hong Kong in the current state that it's in. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it's all said and done, I I really want to get behind like the content because ultimately, my biggest beef in like Andrew, you're very correct in like the fact that they've never been the like the baby faces that mm-hmm. like you know. It's it's about the games that they make ultimately, but and how they facilitate and maintain and operate said games, especially in the business models uh, of the surround those games and how they get them in the hands of consumers have never been clean. But this, I can't. I don't know. I 
I'm disgusted. I don't. I really like the idea of a new Diablo, and I I hate like th- all of it. It's coming from a bad place. I have never gotten an Overwatch, and I've always wanted to, and it's always been like on my to do. And I really, especially Molly. Molly loves Overwatch. Um, other friends of the show and colleagues, like it's a, it's become like a thing for them. Where you have Destiny, other people have Overwatch. Yeah, for sure. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm at this point. A lot of the heat's kind of died down, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, as of now, it does go with saying that. In a very empty gesture, uh, Blizzard did return all of Blitzchung's winnings, but they still maintain the suspension. Six months. They, they reduced it. It went from a year to six months. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. But but still yeah. suspension in effect. Here's your money. Shut up for six months. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, there there is a bright side to that story, especially for the player, Blitzchung. Um, he is currently serving his suspension. He's streaming online right now and, you know, probably getting a, a decent viewership for, for streaming and, you know, getting a good following. Oh, yeah. He actually got picked up by an eSports team, uh, which I think is Tempo Storm, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Tempo Storm, which is a pretty big eSports team in the Hearthstone community. Um, I think they were big on, like, back when people were playing Heroes of the Storm, which uh, no one's really playing that I... anymore, <laughs> unfortunately. I always liked it. Yeah. I I did too. In fact, there were some big leagues um, uh, news that came out, and like I yeah, Le- Le- league celebrated their ten year uh, recently, and they announced that they're basically going after Blizzard now, and they're making a bunch of games that are basically just like what Blizzard did. They're doing a shooter, very similar to like a CS:GO slash Overwatch kind of feel. They're doing um, they're doing a version of League on consoles. They're doing a fighting game made by the Rising Storm guys. Which is fucking awesome because I love that game, and I think them doing a fighting game will be absolutely amazing. I think that was the news you were. Uh, that probably was, yeah. I think it probably was. Um. So yeah. So if you don't like Blizzard, well, fuck. No, people that run League are shitty too. Uh. Yeah. The riots still got their own like fuck. house of order. You're right. Yeah. Up, I guess. I guess we're all women. fucked. Yeah. Maybe Nintendo. Um, maybe Nintendo will make a a Hearthstone type game that we can all play. Oh man, and I hope they put they Captain call, Toad in they'll it. Call it Mario Carty. <laughs> oh fuck you, Sarah! Oh, God. God damn it! <laughs> oh, well, shit. If they don't now, <laughs> can you copyright that quick? Can you? Nah. Is this live? <laughs> can't, can't really. Co- can't really copyright a concept like that. Ah, <sighs> damn! If only Mario Carty. I'm sure Nintendo and whatever like thing they've got going on with ESA, they're already on it. Yep, they're yeah, on it. Um. So I think there's that's really there's not much really say on BlizzCon, uh, Blizzard and I mean even then the the output and the uh, the aftermath of BlizzCon kind of sort of speaks for itself. I mean it's still coming off empty. It's still coming off forced, and I don't think uh, I think Overwatch two and Diablo four kind of went over with the people that. Like they knew they could get over mm-hmm. when bad. There were definitely people that they like. I mean, they didn't really stick to their principles for for very long. They were already like, "Oh, how do I get my account back?" Um, but I don't know. I am man. I'm not fucking sold, and I just mm-hmm. I I don't know. I I'm very happy to kind of see. I, I mean, I'm not. 
I am and I'm and I'm not. It's disappointing, but it's it's refreshing to see somebody like unabashedly fucking take a shit all over themselves for everyone to see, just so that way, like, because the stain's never gonna go away. Nope. Um, so there's that. On to happier, brighter news before we finish off with some sad news again. There is a lot of news circling around and, and going its uh, through the rounds on the web, the dark web, all that nonsense of a uh, final Nintendo Direct for the year of 2019 and where there's going to be quite a bit of, um, I don't know, uh, a, a spectacle in their announces, our announcement. So um, apparently the... The uh, direct is supposed to take place on the 13th, and they're immediately going to start off with the announcement, of course, for the last fighters pass. But they're going to do two things. They're going to, and this one is a little weird, and I don't know, but apparently the leaker has already earned some cred in the fact that they've been able to rightfully call a lot of the previous leaks, including the genome, uh, Gino and, uh, Goemon me costume and so several other leaks that, uh, were smash brothers related, but apparently Terry is going to be available that day. Oh, wow. So, That's quick. yeah, exactly. Which is weird because when we did get to see Terry, like it was really not easy. Like, it was no gameplay. I don't think. No, and then they they kind of elaborated and shot like they showed like really early beta stuff of like just him doing like a, a lot move. of stuff. Been, yeah, yeah. So I I really don't know. I mean that that's probably the most plausible. But the last announced fighter apparently. So there's three different announcements that that were leaked. So the next one is it the final fighter to round out the first fighter past season season one mm-hmm. uh, is going to be crash bandicoot which i mean given the at this point the insanity of all the other previous sure um guest characters at this point i mean i i believe it you need to get all um, the mascots in the game and this is the only way you actually do that now i mean cloud was kind of the unofficial one i guess if you had to pick a sony mascot but i mean they already had snake too yeah that's true but Crash is about as official as you get, really, with, like, a PlayStation. I mean, unless you get the dude from Medieval. What's his name? Dan? Or something? <laughs> and, uh, Sir Dan. Sir Dan, Sir Dan yeah. Forsworth. Yeah. Which, by the man. But he was in. He that was that in, remake uh, just came out. Wasn't he in uh, the All-Stars? I think so, yeah. actually. God, I would I would like a PlayStation All-Stars, too. Yeah. I really Me too. would. Me, too. Um, but Wait, hold on. We're talking about the skeleton in Medieval? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it Deadmond? I, it's Sir Dan, yeah, you're right, Sir Dan Deadman or something like uh, that, I don't know. Uh, clever naming, good job, guys. 
It, dude, it's a very like mm-hmm. it's a very self aware game. Sure. It knows what it's a, what it is. And what's funny is uh, I I did a side by side of it because the demo came out, mm-hmm. and I wanted to check how like well it held up. It's one of those like eerily like they didn't change much. Like it is really one of those like I just gave it a facelift. Yep. kind of remakes. Yep, didn't touch it much other than I re- that. No, yeah. I really enjoyed that though because yeah. like it was. I don't know. I I hate the term hidden gem, but like I would say that like medieval actually did it. Weird enough, um, two medieval two didn't really do a whole lot, and I and it's funny because it's it's leaps and bounds a better game. Mm. But I'm losing track. So Crash Bandicoot's supposed to be the last fighter round up, and then they are supposed to announce the first fighter of the next pass for 2020, and apparently. It's going to be Ryo Hayabusa from Ninja Gaiden. Sure. Which I guess I'm not surprised about that. Given I'm, that I'm still surprised Nintendo. that we haven't seen Master Chief. I really thought Master Chief would have been one of those like holy shit moments if they actually got it to work. I I don't know. I think it's just I, I think it's a little challenging with characters and like how like with gunplay which i mean you have joker you have bayonetta but i feel like those are the only ones that have like the most real ass looking guns yeah the only time you Um, could really substitute a gun with him is if you just have him have the energy sword instead and just have him yeah that'd be the only option i think really at that point or hell even have him throw like a couple of grunts like like just make him (laughs) like use have him use grunts away like pokemon master why why not just uh skin master chief over samus I mean, that's not, that'd be the lazy thing to do. Yeah, but they yeah. could. They could. It's also the expected thing, though. Let's be yeah, real. you're not wrong. I mean, they did. A, well, they already have Dark Samus, though. They they did. They did a me costume for the guy from Undertale, and people lost their fucking minds. So, it probably work. I mean, yeah, but, in in in, okay. So I think the rule is. If you go over to Sakurai's house and you beat him at Smash, you can do what you want. Yeah, like, that's it. Like, yeah, you just yeah. got to... Because, like, it, that's what it took. It took Toby Fox to go over to his fucking house, and he was just like, you know what? I'll put your funny skeleton man in there. Fuck it. But he's got to be a costume. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Dude, you know what's fucking hilarious, too? And, like, I didn't... I, it's just so weird. On Halloween, um, we, we saw some trick-or-treaters. I saw, like, a sand. Dude, a little, they're all over the place really around here. Sands. They're yeah. all over... Yeah, really? they, they fucking love that shit around here. Hell yeah. But it's like a... It, is that mask, like, commercially sold? Because it will look like a really good mask. I think even. they're like, probably just getting it through, AW. like, an Etsy store that really does decent work. Yeah, because Kenny Omega fucking had one, so Kenny Omega's got one mm. at this point, you know. Do you see that on AEW? Yeah, dude. Yeah, Kenny Omega oh, came out. I, I have not missed a fucking beat. Yeah, he came I've out, been... and I, I guess, did he have the song, too? He had a custom intro that was changed up a bit from his Wrestle Kingdom 13 mm-hmm. entrance that Toby Fox specifically did. And That's fucking cool. And everybody's kind of reading into it because it's bringing up Ibushi, and everybody's just like, what? Aww. Do you think Ibushi will leave and come to AEW? Which I don't know. Golden Lovers all... and AEW? I'd be okay with that. Well... I here's what I think is going to happen because um, New Japan Pro just lo- announced that they're going to launch an American yes. branch. And the, yeah, so I think if they bring Ibushi there and they do a collab because EW right now is collabing with New Japan as well as AAA. So yeah. and I think New Japan's totally down to do it because Ring of Honor at this point is doing worse than Impact. So well, Joey Mercury made sure of that for sure. Yeah, he's been saying some shit online. 
All right, but anyway, before we... <laughs> that's probably, like, that's probably our WrestleCast that we do, never. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, need to, we need to really launch that off the ground. Already. Um, But anyway, yeah, no, dude, it was just, uh, it was really weird. I was not expecting, like, the Sands love. And, like, you know what's funny is, isn't there, a, like, an unofficial, like, um, episodic sequel that's out on Switch right I think now that is a, Undertale? That, I think that's official. Didn't he make something, like, official? No, it is official, yeah. but I mean, like, I, I, I just mean is in terms of the fact of how it relates to Undertale in terms of like, narr- like the actual narrative. I, I never. I, I mean, know. they they said you had to have played and beat Undertale to play it, so I haven't touched it because I have not played or beat Undertale. So I am at the end of both types of playthroughs, and one is very easy. Other is not, ah. <laughs> and like I, I have yet to really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sarah's already aware of which one is, mm-hmm. and it's fucking it is. Is no bueno, mm-hmm. but uh, I digress. Um, so a lot of other leaks were like kind of coming around, but um, uh, aside from the Smash Brothers leaks, there's a lot of Pokemon leaks too. Which I mean, Pokemon's coming out the 15th. It'd be really weird. But I've noticed, and I don't know what it is, and I don't know if it's just Nintendo and Game Freak kind of also playing it safe because of all the really weird backlash that like this iteration of Pokemon's gotten since the omission, the news that they're omitting the national decks. Um, because if you think about it, sun and moon, like they almost overexposed sun and moon. Like there is news about it at least once a month. Mm-hmm. They've been very, very careful about what, like around this time you, you actually saw the final evolutions of uh, like, Incineroar and Decidueye, like they were actually like officially broadcasted and publicized by Nintendo. Um, but right now, uh, a lot of the evolutions for the starters have been leaked. Um, so the one starter that everybody's shitting on has got the coolest final evolution. The one that everybody loves has got the lamest one. I don't know. Like, I think. Um, I mean, should I put a spoiler tag or should I put something? If you guys really want to keep this pure, should I even talk about it? Because there's a lot. Mm, I mean, I'm it, not going to share. It's not going to affect me, but if it affects our audience, then I would probably either spoiler tag. I think it. I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna put a spoiler tag here, so just so that way, you know, in case you guys um, don't, and I'll put it in the show notes. Spoilers ahead. Um, but yeah, the uh, Groki. Um, is I believe his name is uh Rilladrum, and his final evolution is just this giant fucking. It looks like a giant gorilla with using a wooden stump as a shield and like a drumming stick as like a batting app uh, weapon. Um, the Sobel he has the lamest one. Uh, he just looks like a slender ass like humanoid like chameleon thing. It's weird. And then the bunny is a soccer player. The hmm. bunny is a soccer player. It has a fucking soccer ball. Yes. So there's that. There's going to be a new evolution for Persian. Pokemon strikers there, yeah. Oh, dude. There's going to be a new evolution for Persian as far as Meowth. So Meowth is also going to have a Galarian version, which is really weird that they doubled down on that, especially when that Pokemon's already kind of gotten its own variant in the previous generation. Um, but it's the same people that, like, the same again. These are coming from the same sources that have predicted successfully previous leaks. 
because uh, for a while, like nobody was on board with the far-fetched evolution, and then Nintendo eventually like caught wind and they got ahead of it first. Um, but yeah, there's a ton of new stuff, and also there's rumors that um, by the first quarter they're going to actually do uh, DLC releases of previous generations. And they're going to basically piecemeal the national decks, which mm-hmm. does not sound like good news. Mm-hmm. But they're going to essentially, when they were talking about how they're going to eventually bring more Pokemon through downloadable content, this was sort of what everybody was afraid of. So, I don't know. A lot going on there. I'll, I'll quit talking about Pokemon here. Um, because the other big part of the leak, and this is where it's, this is where it gets a little hokey. But bear with me. There's a leaked, um, new hardware iteration of the Switch, and this one is going to be called the Nintendo Switch Pro, and it is essentially going to be the more tech-heavy. Um, of all of it, but it's also, I mean, it's still supposed to be portable, but it's going to be, I mean, again, they haven't gone into the physical aspects, but it is going to have two exclusive launch titles, which are ports of Red Dead Redemption 2 oh, damn. and Cyberpunk. So Are they only going to be playable on the Pro, like how some games were only playable on the 3DS? On the new 3DS, yeah. Fuck. Which... I mean, that didn't go over well. No, it didn't. And I heard Witcher on Switch is playable, but it's like kind of a blurry mess. So this this kind of tracks, like to get a big open world game like that to work, but have the graphical fidelity that you want, you kind of need a little bit more hardware. And that sounds like what they're trying to do with that. Which I don't, it's a little weird because again, essentially, and they wanted to clarify that Nintendo is essentially trying to, branch into the market the way their competitors have by catering to the people with light, okay. giving a standard version for those who want the con like the fact that it does connect as a console and then doubling down on those who use it as a console. Yeah. With the pro. I, I mean that's that that all tracks. That's all all true. Yeah. But but so, but when has Nintendo ever wanted to do what the other people are doing? Like they've been kind of pretty good at not doing whatever else is doing and they seem to be pretty successful because of it i mean honestly here's the way i look it it it. just sucks if they block you from having certain games like if they want to offer different hardware options but the, the the software lineup's the same then i have no problem with it but when you start saying there's only specific games for your specific hardware that becomes an issue i think i mean i think that's the and that's the thing and like uh from what i gathered from the leak because, like, again, from a lot of people that were responding and just the very little that was being given back, it is stressed that it they will be exclusively playable on this unit. And that makes me wonder because, like, Sony or Microsoft haven't even done that. Mm-hmm. They've always talked about the enhancements but have still made the previous iteration. However, I mean, I don't know, man. I If you played, like... I played Judgment on a Pro versus a standard. It is, it is so like some. It, you can tell some games are almost developed or engineered with a Pro in mind. Um, yeah. 
I haven't really fucked with an. Uh, dude, I'll tell you right now. I've of all the systems that I've been playing the most out of lately, it has been my Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. I it's a garbage UI. I hate navigating yeah, it sometimes. Nope. But as far as like it hitting all the chords and giving me all the options to do everything I want, I mean, and I I forgot to mention. Remember when I was, and I think I've told you about this before in a previous thread, um, Panzer Dragoon, it got that amazing redone version. Like, it's almost a brand new game. It's on Games Pass right mm-hmm. now. Games Pass is killing it. And, like, it's so weird because Sony had the edge on it with PlayStation Now, and they fucked up PlayStation Now so Real hard bad. that they're now trying to, like, recoup what they're doing with Games yes. Pass. But in the same breath, Games Pass is what's keeping Microsoft relevant. True. It's true. Like I don't, I don't know. I'm happy that they put their some of the like their bigger like Outer Worlds is huge for them. Mm-hmm. So is Gears Five and some of the other releases. Um, but I, I don't know. I, as far as Nintendo, because Nintendo at the moment their online service isn't really doing much for me. They, they. I mean, even recently their their NES um app that they launched and. I don't even think they're adding more games to it. I think they're already done adding games to it, and there's only like 30 games, and some of the choices they put are already eh. I have not gotten to check out the SNES one, mm-hmm. but I am, I don't know. Sarah, have you messed with that at all? Like, have you purchased Nintendo online? Yeah, I played a bit of it. Um, I got a subscription with Tetris 99, mm-hmm. and um, I, you know, beat Star Fox, and I played some Super ADF. It was neat to see uh, Super Puyo Puyo 2 on there. That was kind of interesting. Said I uh, had a Japan-only release. Um, but yeah, I haven't really played uh, played much around with it, to be honest. I don't do the uh, the online thing. so. I, while I think Nintendo could be in danger of splintering the market, I think at this point their eyes are bigger than their stomach because the way I look at it... I mean, even like, like Sarah's a prime example. Like, at this point... I mean, we're all kind of guilty of it. If we could put anything on any system at this moment, what system would we honestly go with? Because I've been, I would lean towards Switch versions, but it's also kind of bit me in the ass. Like I, I'm, I had to download Bloodstain on Games Pass for Xbox, and mm-hmm. it is, it bums me out. It bums me out that like I like have it on Switch, and I knew what, what I was getting into, but oh, big fixes happened really... with that. By the way, I don't know if you knew. It's not out yet. Uh, it should be very soon, if not. It, like, very no, yeah, soon. I've, I've, I've been waiting, like, patiently waiting, and I just decided, fuck this, and I saw it, and I downloaded it for mm-hmm. Xbox, and I think I might finish my playthrough. Which, lately, on... too, I've been uh, I've been looking into games that are coming out relatively soon in terms of the shoot-em-ups, and, uh, like, I'm looking more at PS4 than Switch. Like, they're both available on Switch, same sort of extras on the Switch. But the PS4, I know it's going to run well. And there's been a few times now on the Switch where things have just not been up to code, even stuff that's been around for quite a while. Like, Caladrius Plays, for example. Very blurry. Very, uh, the sound is... That's uh, the... I think that's the number <laughs> one issue with the Switch, yeah. is just how blurry everything mm-hmm. is. And like, it doesn't that... have to be. Like, even Raiden 5 is nice and sharp on the Switch. But Raiden 5 also paywalled the friggin' passive online stuff. Ugh. 
Like, that's stupid. Is that why they're selling five just, so dirt cheap now because of that? Ju- yeah, probably. There's just a big blank section on the left side of the screen mm. where there's all kinds of widgets that do nothing because you're not connected. That's a bummer. And it's it's something, it's stuff as simple as score graphing. Like, don't fucking paywall score graphing. <laughs> Come on. Mm-mm. I think at this point, Nintendo is still kind of like, well, there's a big part. And like, yeah, we've got Doom. Yeah, we've got L.A. Noir, and even the WWE releases, which, Jesus Fuck. Christ, we didn't even touch no, on no that. No need to. Don't even give it the time of day. <laughs> fucking, fucking wait until uh, fucking Ukes comes out with their game. Hopefully it's AEW, but we'll see. Well, there's rumors that Kenny is dropping personal coin himself. I don't fucking blame him. Too, but wait, I is Yuke's not uh, not behind? No, it's uh, it's WWE digital, anymore? digital, it's digital creations. creation. Yeah, yeah. Yuke's Yuke's got out of it. I think like last year or the year prior because they wanted to make their own engine, their own game, just kind of something they're playing around with. And 2K was like, "All right, cool. You're not working on it anymore." But that's why we have the product that we see before us now because uh, Yuke's isn't involved. Well, and, yeah. Well, I mean, even then, Yuke's had like, dude, we and we covered it in our wrestling video game episode on Press Pause video episode two. Mm-hmm. But like, there's so much that I didn't like. We I wish we covered more because I didn't realize like all the international ties that Yuke's had. Like, Yuke's oh. did a lot of the Wrestle Kingdom yeah. games. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all those like Naomi arcade ones they did back in the day. I think was them too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, dude, like so. Right now, they're the the engine that they're specifically looking for is the uh, the virtual um, the virtual pro engine that was used in a lot of the sixty four wrestling games, mm-hmm. and I think they're trying to kind of capture and redo that because that's the I think that's one that's really like resonated with the mainstream the most. I would say they either oh, get yeah. back the N sixty four days or like the prime of the PS two SmackDown versus Raw days. Like here comes the pain, the Halcyon days. <laughs> I mean, those those were the glory days. Honestly, the, the, those those two in particular time frames of fight of wrestling games were like the golden ages. Honestly, Unreal. yeah. Um, but yeah, that at this point, those are the big three takeaways. Um, I I'm excited for I I I don't know. It I think it'd be weird for them to come out with Pokemon news two days before release, but it also makes sense because the Pokemon news has been sparse. I mean, the biggest one was, like I said, a 24-hour stream that finally revealed Galarian Ponyta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, Nintendo's just been fucking weird about it. Um, Can I just interject here right quickly? Absolutely. Does anyone anyone else kind of hate the whole pro moniker for these beefed-up... Like, I kind of hate that. It's like... You know all those kids out there, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm a pro. Look at me. I'm buying my professional game mm-hmm. system kind of thing. It's, like, unwarranted. Uh, well, yeah, and I, oh, yeah I, no. I think that's why the Xbox One X is kind of a better it, it, option because yeah. it's, like, you know, it's not saying pro. It's not saying this is, like, you're not a good gamer unless you have yeah. the system. Like, are, are you a professional? Is this really a professional-grade thing? I don't That'd be like if you, I mean, it'd be like if you built your own PC and it was, like, the souped-up $2,000 PC. And you're like, oh, this mm-hmm. is a pro mm-hmm. PC. I know. Oh, it's yeah. just a PC. Except it doesn't say pro, though, but, yeah. you know, that HP pro that came out that's a pre-build that's, like, half the power. Oh, yeah. But, but Elitists themselves, dude. Yeah. Like, 
I, uh, it, it's unfortunate, especially like it's one Bro. of the things that still stagnates. I mean, then look at the Switch Pro controller, because still like, yep. yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. And if I, you ever name your something something Pro, then yeah, fuck you. <laughs> it's no good. But I, you know, I, I personally not a fan of these stopgap measures for for hardware enhancement. Sure. Um. You know what? I I prefer if they called it Plus. PS4 Plus. Yeah. Switch Plus. Super Switch. Oh, yeah. now Super. Now you're on to something. Put Super in front of you're it. Playing now, for playing with superpower. Now we're talking. Like now, the 90s, now, yeah. now, yeah. Now, now you're yeah. on board. Okay. Super Plus. Yeah, but now you immediately degrade the previous two iterations. I mean, and there's already like anyway, don't give right? don't give a fuck. I, it's got Super in front of it. Yeah. What do I care? I want, I want to see an ultra switch. Fuck up! Fuck all these fucking peons with their their dinky little stock PS4. I got a super PS4. Yeah, they're light switches. Yeah, yeah, they're light my, switches. My, my my super switch. Ultra. Um. Ultra. You can put ultra at the end. I just they hope... can be like get ready for ultra ultra power. Throw the switch like. Fuck you guys! I just hope the Nintendo Switch Pro is just a regular Switch with Plus, a bunch of Nintendo Labo uh, Ultra, shit all around it to make the, it bigger. The, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the PlayStation Switch Ultra. So, uh, uh, so, so Ultra so, Max. Sony. Go beyond. Yeah. Ultra Max. Um. But anyway, that was the big Nintendo leaks. Um. I think at this point, I mean, can't really. We don't have a lot of time to talk about it, but like, and especially the fact that they're until we get more things are kind of scary right now on the uh journalism side of things for Kotaku um and it's uh Peer Deadspin and all the other ones owned by uh all the other outlets owned by Geo and kind of the way things have been going down this last week yeah, I personally yeah not necessarily imploding but essentially what's going on is management is essentially rolling down with an iron fist and they're not um they're not playing ball and they're not cowtailing either and they're being very vocal uh that they're not happy with the state of things as as it stands now uh, especially when you do something as innocuous as just merely try to provide a suggestion to help your readers but at the same time help maintain like had like not necessarily discredit the ads, but re- like acknowledge that there's an issue and try to accommodate your readers and then have it blow up in your fucking face mm-hmm. and make you guys... Because like, if editorial didn't take it down, management take it down, management didn't necessarily make a statement, you leave it up to editorial and you have now awkward, dirty andre- laundry that's just in the air. And and just on the other shit that happened with Deadspin, the fact that like stick to sports... I mean, granted... Yeah, I mean, it would be nice if we just really did talk about video games, and we could, and we, I'd like to think that we do spend a large majority of the time talking about video games, but, like, fuck, you guys have, like, everyone has their preferred voice of uh, content, uh, of reason, of anything of that nature, and, you know, they're, they're not automatons, they have fucking, they have feelings, they have opinions that extend to things beyond video games. People make video games. People live in a system. We all live in a system. And those same people that make, talk, do anything regarding video games or sports or any fucking thing else that you care about, they they should be allowed a soapbox to talk about other things. And 
you sound like a fucking idiot when you say, "Oh, just stick to this one thing." No one, no one's your machine. Like people output the opinions that you come to listen to for a reason because they, in turn, are they are affected by a series of circumstances and in, in governing systems that govern you as well that spin their point of view and shape their perspectives, the same perspectives that you fucking come to. So when you ask them to filter themselves for the sake of your comfort, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And that that's all I have to say about it. It just seems like that's not really what journalism is when you have to like send out a specific message that they want. Like they, they cater a message. They like tailor fit a message to their audience. That's not what journalism is. Like you need to report things, whether it's beneficial to your, you know, parent company or not, like you still have to do it. And if anything, I feel like if it's going to be a discredit to their parent company, they have a disclaimer, something just to specify, Hey, you know, we're going to talk about ads that are being run on our site that were approved by our parent company. This is just, you know, something like this is our opinion, like an opinion piece or something. Like if you just specify this is like, you know, not at discredit of our parent company, but we feel like it needs to be said, then then I feel like they have all the right in the world to put it out there. Like they shouldn't be something that's just pulled. Like they shouldn't have access to just to pull content from their site. And and, and like you said, it wasn't at the um discretion of the editor. It wasn't at the discretion of the editor, it wasn't at the approval of the editors is something they just did like that defeats the entire purpose of journalism. Like it needs to be, well, you would hope it would be unbiased, but you know, I mean the benefit of it is being transparent. Like also, right now, also very, yeah. Being rich. I want to do a feature on Shenmue three, but I do not feel as though mm-hmm. that I would be the proper individual to do a review. Mm-hmm. I have to see if I can farm this review out. And while it would make sense for me to do the review, at the same time, it would not. Because I like I have a very personal attachment. I also kickstarted the game. Like, where... But You know what I mean? But, like, but, but, but the... even if you at least came out and said, here's a disclaimer, fan of the game, kickstarted it, like, take that how you will. You know? I mean, let let, let, exactly. let the reader decide their opinion on the content they're reading. They shouldn't have to be told how they feel about something, you know, which is kind of what they're trying to do with this. Like, the the parent company is trying to tell the audience how they're supposed to feel about these ads. No, let let them decide. Like sometimes, like yeah, ads are a thing that you're gonna get because they need the clicks, they need the revenue. Like I get it; it's a part of the the system that they're in. But let the audience decide whether they want to do it or not. It's the same thing with Twitch. Like I don't know if you had to deal with this with your stream, Sarah, but. You know, people that use ad blocker on Twitch is kind of a big problem because that's, you know, revenue they're not getting because they're blocking ads. But that's, but they won't come out and tell their audience, hey, fuck you for using ad block. Like, don't do that. They understand you're a person. You are, you know, a consumer. Like, you have the ability to do and and, and feel free to use whatever you want. It's your choice. So when they tell an audience, well, I don't to, monetize Twitch anyways. So yeah, I, I understand, I, but but for people that do, yeah. it, it is a big issue. But I just feel like, and those people have Patreon and other like. But 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 even knowing that it's taking money <laughs> away from them, potentially they're not going to belittle their audience for it. They're not going to make them feel inferior for wanting to state like, hey, I don't want to see this. Like they, hey, you, you're free to do what you want. You you go, you feel free if you want to do that. So. Yeah, it, it, it's shitty that they have to be under a parent company that's going to act like that. I, I don't know, man. I I'm kind of waited with bated breath at this moment, but it things seem pretty 
sketch and man i reading a lot of the comments of surrounding the situation as far as from the the general public and the uh the quote-unquote consumers like the people who digest their content and like their i don't know it, it really just like deflated a lot of my esteem of even wanting to contribute to that industry and an industry is fucking like people don't it's understand. cutthroat it's cutthroat right now yeah Hardcore. like dude you guys need to really understand that with writing about video games and what you're asked of, like almost everything you do in video game journalism to any aspect, it's all salary. And none of that will ever compensate. Like, yeah, you know what? You're playing a fucking video game. Cool. Like, what do you mean? Fuck you for wanting to be paid by the hour to play a video game. Dude, I'm not just playing a video game. I'm disseminating a video game. I am researching. I am... Uh, collecting data i am cross-referencing i am these are hours yep. that like people don't take into account and also that you don't see and, behind the, the the words or the and, and miss and trying to make sure you don't miss ridiculous time you know time crunches and you know time limits and embargoes yeah. and also staying on top of pitches you see a pitch open up and that's your like that's the only way you put fucking food on your plate you have like a good 15 minutes before you have to compete with 80 other hungry writers or content creators on pit. Like no. And then like you have these fucking fat cats and fat suits who like, they don't even know what's what, if anything, they take Zuckerberg's inflated fucking numbers for like video distribution and like how digesting video is the new way to go, which nearly killed almost the entire blogging industry, if if not had severe ramifications that have affected it in thousands of writers, like, and what's Zuckerberg getting a fucking, a slap on a wrist? Like not like what, like $10 million. Like, I don't even remember like what he was asked to pay 10 million, uh, 10 billion, something that effect. Like it's fucking peanuts to this dude. Like he's, he's not even being held anywhere near responsible to the scale of the fucking damage he's wrought. We have people like Jeremy Parrish that is getting by on, and he's he's creating fantastic, like, independent work, but, like, he's getting by on that. Like, when he's already had the pedigree of, of his, like, career and everything with him and the stuff that he still contributes to, like, he has to rely on self-published content, and granted, he has the advantage and the benefit of having a name that's respected and recognized in the industry, like, these fucking people, they make nowhere near the amount that they should be making because I'm not, they're, they're not fucking celebrities by any means. And they're not saying they should be paid like celebrities, but make a fucking living wage. There's, I don't know. I could go on and on, but I stand with them. Like, I mean, I don't even play games recreationally anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I can't remember the, the last time I played a game for, for funsies. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> it just been, doesn't happen yeah, dude, now. <clears throat> I'm it's too been critical. hard. It's, it's been it's been hard to play stuff for funsies, and then when you come across and you find something like there's I don't know, we'll, and we'll have like again the what's in your console the Hideo Kojima special, there there's gonna be a lot of stuff that like, I think we're gonna get into, but there the, like just before you write a stupid comment or or post a stupid tweet, and is in a situation that you may not have full, like the full story on 
I think you just need to step back and reevaluate that these are people's lives and like they want to do something special. And like at the end of the day, if you don't want to stand behind it, that's fine. Go go read something else. You have the freedom to do that. But I would like you to know that what they are rallying about and what they're getting up in arms of, it's something big enough to affect every single outlet out there, small or big, even us. I mean, we're independent. Nobody, like, we're our own bosses. I mean, it's, it's secretly Andrew, but we don't, like, say that out loud. <laughs> but, um... That'd be bad, but, bad for everyone involved if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah, like... I don't know. It 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 really just goes back in mind to the whole like fucking money is never supposed to talk nor do money is just it, it's not even a, a big part of the walking. Money if anything is is essentially the it's not even a deal closer, it's a deal opener. That's it. It's all on you on that point. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'll leave it at that. Uh but I th- think if there are there any other last words and i'm really sorry to hear that you don't play games for fun anymore sarah we're gonna definitely fix that soon uh yeah we'll see about that we'll fix that soon uh we've got we still got trevor mcfur have you heard of disney battle heroes on mobile (laughs) (laughs) you know you're missing man fun oh man um um, i've got something to show you in a second here that king of fighters though on mobile that's not bad King I'm, of Fighters All Stars. Check that out. Ain't bad. Ain't bad. Just there's it, also it, like it's I, got the whole like Gachapon thing, which sucks. But I don't fucking care about that or buy into that I anyways. Mean, I, I I got back into Teeny Titans, so I don't even want yeah. like Teeny Titans. And um, Jesus. And you know what's funny is I I wrote like a big piece of like I wrote um, uh, late to the party uh feature on it, and I I can't even think of it right now. Um, Tower of something. Uh, Tower of Fortune. Mm. Tower of Fortune is still, like, to this day, like, my top five favorite mobile games, and it's so fucking good. Mm. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're going to we're gonna turn that frown upside down and get, what, do you, what is that? What do you have there? I can't see that. that. McDonald's toy? No. What is that? Oh, uh, it's so blurry. S- sync on, sync on oh, C. Oh, the cable. C-Sync cable. For... Oh, C-Sync, yeah. What, oh, you got some retro gaming cables brought to you by retro gaming cables who... Uh, I don't know if you can see that or not. Sarah's been closely working with on nope. behalf of Bullet Heaven and Come on. by extension PPR. Is that Dreamcast? Jaguar. Oh. Oh, Jaguar. A Jaguar uh, skirt cable there, yeah. I I got what other I got the previous one and it works really well actually. I'm just bummed, but uh Saint Saint dude, the retro industry right now. There is a new optical drive emulator coming out for GameCube done by Dan Kreutz, same dude who did the ColecoVision RGB board, hmm. um, and the Wii and GC Dual, and the DC HDMI, uh, all done by the same dude, and I'm excited for that just because it'll be able to natively run Game Boy interface for the Game Boy player, which is the optimal way to fucking get uh, Game Boy capture aside from the uh, the GBA consoleizer, which that thing just looks like a fucking, it looks like a weird tiger handheld thing. Like I hate the 3D printed casing for it. Hey, I mean, if uh, you can get them to send me a unit, I'll I'll give it a good teardown. Hmm. <laughs> oh man, I don't I don't even want to talk to you about the horror story that involved all that. That's a definitely off the air topic. Uh-huh. Um, 
but yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on um, between oh, that. I got a Japanese Wii coming. I wanted to do. I was actually looking to see if we can. I'm, I'm trying to see if I can region mod a Wii. Um, but also, and I I don't think they've gotten enough um, uh, headway on it. But the Collector Vision Phoenix is available for pre-order, and it's out. It's a FGPA uh, Coleco Vision, which uh, is native RGB out. Has the super game module developed by OD Code, which allowed it to get a bunch of um, like waves upon waves of homebrew ColecoVision software to expand the power. And it also has expansion module one, the 2600 expansion module, are also built into it. So you can not only that. play ColecoVision games, but you can also play 2600 games all Neat. through RGB. So that's out right now for three hundo. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, man. It looks sleek. Uh, I'll put a I'll put a link in the show notes. I am I actually uh, I've got my mod on the way, as well as I'm getting the old Super Game module that's gonna plug right in the front. So I'll be happy to really get down to town on some fucking ColecoVision. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of new stuff coming out in the retro space too. So figured I'd also share that. Anyway, uh, episode end. Yeah. <laughs> This has been Press Pause Radio episode 122. And if you've liked what you've listened to, you can feel free to go ahead and subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher. And we're also uh, on Scatter Radio and still working on SoundCloud uh, as well as YouTube. It's a very, very big project that like I've only gotten like halfway through and I... I am trying to have all the episodes up before I launch it because I realize that if I'm going to have everything up on SoundCloud, um, I've decided to keep it hidden at the moment. It's been very difficult to kind of get our feed going because you have to upload everything. It doesn't take a natural RSS feed, which has made my life a little bit more difficult. But nonetheless, hopefully once everything is brought in order, uh, along with YouTube, we can finally have even more means and more uh, traffic and more exposure. So we are working on that. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on our uh, YouTube channel, which is woefully undersubscribed, and we get it. We don't have a lot of content coming out as of late. That is a lot to do with me. I still need to get my shit together for editing, and we have a lot of videos that we could still put out and are working on. And I, I definitely want to get some stuff together for um, our Hideo Kojima special that's going to come out. So you're going to see some stuff both in video and audio form. Uh, for the video, you're definitely going to want to go to, to youtube.com slash the PPR broadcast, and you can definitely find out what we've already done there, as well as new stuff that's coming. And we'll also hit our site at www.pressposradio.com, along with other reviews. I am so excited to talk to you guys about The Outer Worlds. Not so excited to talk about Control or Ukulele, The Impossible Lair, which I'm really bummed out about insanely surprised to talk to you about gears five which i dare say it my favorite gears game hands down it is really weird like with all the new shit they've done it does not feel it feels like a gears game but it, it finally feels like the expansion that you wanted out of gears because gears has always felt like fairly samey which is fine because mm -hmm. it's always been a good foundation but this is the first time that where they've really gotten outside of their comfort zone 
and it's it really pays off. Which I which I think like, is kind of like what happened with, like with Halo in like uh, three four three. Yeah, like it, yeah. They, they have to kind of do a game that's similar to the last entries that the previous guys did, but then they finally get a chance to branch off do their own thing. And I think it could be hit or miss. So I think this is like the coalition finally the getting way a chance four to like and five did. Yeah, to like do the game they kind of want to do. You know. And I'll tell you right now, it's I don't know. I think it's criminal that Gears Five is not getting the attention that it should be getting. Um, we're also going to have some words on Luigi's Mansion 3 because I'm going to get down, get some Gooigi action. <laughs> um, also, um, no one's weirdly been talking about it a lot, and I really want to check it, especially when it's been praised as much as it has by a friend of the show, Ray Curcio, but Indivisible. Um, yeah. Also been really wanting to check that Skullgirls out. Skullgirls uh, guys did that, I think, yeah? Yes. Yeah. So there is a lot fucking coming out in video yeah. games right now. And a lot then, to miss, unfortunately, if you're like stuck on one thing or the other, you miss a lot of stuff coming out. Yeah, as we mentioned in for several, like we talked about for quite some time in in the episode prior, we also have Pokemon Sword and Shield, uh, Death Stranding. Which man, we're gonna we need a person to get Sarah coffee. <laughs> I need to make sure that like I hear Sarah's words before. I think Sarah's else gonna throw it into the fucking water. <laughs> you know what? I I enjoyed Dark Souls, so I mean, how much worse could it be? Right? Mm. You hate Breath of the. Were Wild. you a Dark Souls or a Demon Souls person? Demon Souls is what. I'm Yeah, to say. yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I guess yeah, maybe maybe we'll be wrong. I don't know, man. It's it, but it's like Demon Souls meets um, Breath of the Wild meets Majora's Mask and Link's Awakening's fetch quests, mm. like all those things that I just said. That's all a sentence that's pretty true from what I gather. And we'll all have more to say about it, of course. Um, God, I mean, we're all going to take, like, the fattest leak, right? Like, just a giant, just gigantic piss. Is that um, something you do in the game? Yeah, that's absolutely something you do in the game. <sighs> okay. I, I suppose. Well, anyway. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. There's a lot on the horizon for Press Pause Radio. And in that token, what's going on with Bullet Heaven, sir? Well, episode 251 went live recently. Uh, it was Rapid Revisits Volume 2, which collected a bunch of Switch titles that already had reviews previously done. Uh, those seem to be pretty popular, but coming up, we've got a, uh, a new version of a PC Dojin game on the Sega Dreamcast that we're going to be taking a look at. Um, and then uh, after that check my list <laughs> the board go to the board a new pc game <laughs> so um captain tumidae i was i was like i don't know it's weird because i have that um on mbs mm-hmm. so i was really bummed that it didn't it doesn't look like i was watching your video and that that game is not supposed to clunk up like that it is not <laughs> it is that's, weird too it's a very it's, uh it's a very common thing amongst all of uh the josh prod conversions to Dreamcast, there's always some kind of issue with them. Um, with which is, with the one that's coming up here, it's it's got some graphical wonkiness and some sound imbalances. There was a game that he ported to the Switch that had all kinds of fucked up sprites. Uh, he ported to Captain Tomade and it was all screen torn. He ported uh, Battlecrust, which w- it just looked dreadful. <laughs> on the Dreamcast compared to the PC version. They they run at the same resolution, so like there's no reason why they shouldn't, you know, translate one to one. 
I, I, even then, like the the Dreamcast architecture is like perfect for Neo Geo uh, software. That's said, why there's yeah. so much ne of it. Neo in, Geo yeah. and PC for that matter, because it's Windows CE, right? So, so, um, but in that breath, I did. I had something I wanted to say, and I totally forgot about it. Oh, uh, STGC number six, by the way, is going to be in production very soon. What about uh, what about your puzzle series? Uh, it's slated for 2020. Oh yeah, Puzzle Heaven is 2020, right? That's the name of it. Uh, yep. Yeah. Oh. It's okay. also Puzzle Ten Goku. It, it goes by both. Uh, <laughs> I designed a logo in both English and Japanese. Damn, getting that international market. I love it. Look, look at this dude. Look at this man. I know. Feel. I mean, he did you see? He has been. He has. He has been. He's been published in international press, so he's international. Let me see this here. I'm going to try to dump something into the thing here. If I can find it. Here we go. Which one? I have too many screens. <laughs> I know. So it's like this. It's it's like behind the curtain, but it's Skype, it's Cast, or it's Facebook. Which one do I open? <laughs> here we go. Oh shit, it's lost. It's lost in limbo. Oh no. We don't know which one it went. Oh no. It's the uh, Skype. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah, the Skype window. Oh, okay. Nope. Uh, well, how about we check that out right after we sign yeah. off? I'm down to check that while, out. While but... we're trying to figure out which window to open. <laughs> I know. Lo Jesus Christ. Love the Skype dude. updates. Like, I, I I feel like a fucking boomer trying to dis like distinguish a, an address bar from a search bar. Um, so Fuck. I still do that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, with that being said, this is Georgie Boy's axe, and <sighs> my back hurts because like I don't like I didn't realize that my beard did all the heavy lifting for my image. Weighed, weighed you down, yeah. Oh, uh, this man. is Toast. I'm going to be dressing up as the Punisher for Halloween next year. And I, fucking, I can't stand you. <laughs> I can't stand you. And this is the original Sarah, and I don't think I'll ever have a mustache again. Whoa. <laughs>